Namaste and welcome to the River of Wisdom podcast, a podcast that brings to you the ancient Vedic tradition which reveals that you are pure being having a human experience. I'm your guide by the side, Swamini P. Let us flow, you and I, on the banks of the River of Wisdom. Here is an elaborate question from a keen listener. In times of great difficulty like the world is going through right now, we see the best and worst of people in an effort to assuage an unmet need for control. Some people resort to aggression and harm others, whereas some assume a prayerful attitude and help or heal others. How can one effectively respond to aggression? In spiritual circles, turn the other cheek is often prescribed, but somehow... It does not seem that a one-size-fits-all approach like that is effective. And the questioner continues to give some examples of aggression. One, a good Samaritan offers to assist the elderly in the community by doing a grocery run for them. At the store, he or she is seen loading up the shopping cart with essential items that are in demand and is cornered, taunted and scolded for hoarding. In some cases, the situation even threatens the person's safety. Second instance, a country's leader is at a press conference and is asked by a reporter, what is the message you have at such a difficult time for the nation's people? And the leader responds, you're a fake, you should be ashamed of yourself for asking such a stupid question. Example 3, daily wage workers are charged and beaten when they express their angst and ask for help. They have no means to earn a living and are likely to starve to death. Fourth, examples of verbal aggression include yelling at others, using one's position to put another one down, using a hostile tone, or threatening a person verbally, emotionally, physically, or using fear, guilt, or shame to control others. End of question and the examples that illustrate the different types of aggression. So let's uh, delve into this. Almost all aggression comes from the need to control. And let's be very honest, we all have a need to control in different degrees. One may want to control another person's behavior and hence the put down and shouting. Or one may want to control another person's behavior and withhold certain things. To respond appropriately to aggression, we take refuge in dharma. Dharma has stood the test of time and is dynamic. Dharma upholds society but is not absolute. Universal values which are applicable relatively in different situations. So given the times that we are living in, I do not advocate turning the other cheek nor do I say one-size-fits-all approach. I am suggesting five kinds of dharmika responses below. 1. Respond with assertiveness. 2. Show some friendliness. 3. Confront the aggressor with numbers. 4. Know when to not fight the aggressor. and 5. Fight the aggressor. So let's look at 1. Respond with assertiveness. Let me tell you a story. 
the Buddha would visit many villages giving discourses. In one such village, a snake was deeply influenced by the teachings on ahimsa and non-violence. The snake decided that he would no longer respond to aggression. The Buddha then returned to the village the next day to continue his discourse and found the snake dying. It was bruised and had many cuts on its skin. The Buddha asked the snake, What happened? And the snake replied, The village children hit me with stones and sticks, but I did not respond. And the Buddha said, I told you not to harm, but I did not tell you not to hiss. If the snake had hissed for his own protection, the aggressors would have kept their distance. So, we have to respond assertively with mutual respect where we stand for our own rights and that of the other. In the example of the good Samaritan at the supermarket being misunderstood for a hoarder, she can proactively share with the cashier in a raised voice. I'm running errands for a senior citizen which explains all the stuff I have. I need the support of people and thank you for your help. You may say she doesn't need to justify. But the times are such that emotions are running high. She offers an explanation so as to not be misunderstood. Will her response work? Well, there are no guarantees. It is likely that she may continue to get the cold shoulder, but she has taken the onus of explaining herself. She is not responsible for their anger. In instances of verbal aggression, we uphold dharma. And so you take ownership of what you feel and think and request for a particular response. The dharma of the situation is that you do what had to be done, which was running errands. And it was also partly at the cost of being misunderstood. But dharma gives you a strength like nothing else does. It truly becomes your armor that can withstand insults and humiliation. Another Buddha story. In one of the villages that Buddha visited, the villagers were very hostile. They humiliated and insulted him. His disciples were raging with anger, seeing their master treated in this way. But Buddha restrained them, so they kept quiet. Once they were out of the village, the disciples complained to their master. Master, why did you keep quiet when they were insulting you left, right and center? And the Buddha presented a counter-question. When someone gives you something and you refuse to accept it, whom does it belong to? And they said, it stays with that person. The Buddha explained, I did not receive the insults and humiliation they heaped on me. It stays with them. This story is a wonderful reminder to keep the external external. There are times when you need to respond and then there are times when you do not internalize what is being said. Don't take it personally when the person is just offloading the hurt and anger that has been lying in his heart for years. On another related note, I'm always amazed at how certain things come to me. Rarely do I tell any stories about the Buddha 
but these stories and two of them that came to me is for a reason and this week we celebrate buddha's birthday on buddha purnima the full moon day we honor him for his teachings of dharma the second type of dharmika response show some friendliness about 20 years ago in my work with street children there was an instance of me being hit by a cricket ball deliberately by the youth who would come to our center i was watching the cricket match and cheering the team and suddenly i saw one of the street youth sneering in my direction and hitting the bat and before i knew it the ball hit my arm with a very strong force it was painful there were tears in my eyes i quickly went to the washroom cried a bit wallowing in some self pity here i was trying to help them out and there was actually someone who was attacking me but i knew their pain and hurt from rejection and abuse was so deep that what is inside has to come out after collecting my thoughts and regaining my composure i went back to watch the cricket match and cheered the players i even praised the one who had deliberately hit the ball appreciative of his strength and trying to make a joke of it thank god the ball did not hit my head or else you guys would have to take me to the hospital have you checked if anything happened to the ball because i'm okay maybe something might have happened to the ball he could see that my nose was red and he would have definitely guessed that i had cried but seeing my friendliness and care i found him softening in a later conversation that week i w- i just casually mentioned you know when we care for someone we test their boundaries we want to see if their care is genuine whether their care will endure despite our weaknesses and so we try to push them away sometimes try to harm them because we want to see if they really like us and if they really cared for us then surely they can tolerate any kind of behavior from our side he later did apologize to me and we were able to make very good progress in his future the third type of dharmika response confront the aggressor with numbers a few years ago there was an incident of a male thief entering the ladies compartment of the local train in mumbai it was about 7 am and there were about 10 to 15 women in the ladies compartment it was a fast train which stops after 3 to 4 train stations as the train was speeding away he whipped out his knife and shouted all of you remove your wallets i'm coming to get them paralyzed with fear the women took their wallets out and handed them meekly to the thief as he kept brandishing his knife the thief continued to create some fear by shouting and then got off from the train cal having collected some of the wallets as it slowed down at the next station i was surprised to hear about this incident they say that there is safety and strength in numbers these women were more than 10 and he was one surely they could have just yelled and yelled or they could have thrown their bags at him with a view to disarming him 
As Swami Brahmavidananji beautifully says that we have grown incapable of handling violence and aggression because of our misunderstanding of peace. We just freeze in the wake of aggression and the aggressor takes full advantage of it. The recent Me Too movement where famous celebrities called out sexual abuse was a great instance in confronting the aggressor with speaking up and relying on the strength of numbers. The fourth kind of dharmika response is understand when to not fight the aggressor. Again, another incident of a thief trying to grab a young girl's wallet in a train compartment many years ago. She was brave and fought back trying to grab it back from him. There were about 100 rupees in the wallet which was not a great amount even 10 years ago. In the fight that followed, he pushed her with such a force out of the train. She landed on the railway tracks and in a few minutes a train came along at high speed and she lost her legs. Really tragic story. To save rupees 100, she lost her legs for life. One must know when to drop a fight. And it takes some presence of mind and a quickness of response. She was lauded for her bravery. But I think it was not worth fighting back, especially when one does not have the weapons or the strength. The dharma of the situation called for her to part with her money rather than a potential risk to life. Dharmika response number five. fight the aggressor most often the aggressor takes advantage of the fear of the victim this happens in instances of domestic abuse if the woman has been facing battering i will tell the woman to hit back and she will say how can i hit him well exactly like how he hit you but the fight will escalate she says and i say let it escalate so what about it you know sometimes things need to reach such a position that both have to see the futility both can land in the police station and or at the hospital and then both will have to nurse and support each other or they may declare all out war you can think of ways in which the aggressor can be stopped one can go to the police station or to a women's organization that deals with domestic abuse warnings can be given from the elders of the family generally it's best to not involve the members of the family until things get really bad the husband of course can go for mandatory counseling or one can take recourse of the law and register a complaint the battering will definitely stop once the husband gets told off by the police if with all this the aggression does not stop it is time to walk away there are ways to fight the aggressor in a particular case a famous western indologist wrote a book on hindus which was false derogatory and hurt the sentiments of hindus at many levels rather than bad mouth her or call for a ban on her book dinanath batra democratically filed a suit against her and the publishing house he won the case and the publishing house pulped the books in the mahabharata the battle between the kauravas and pandavas was the last resort 
The aggressor Duryodhana was given many opportunities to reform. The Pandavas went along with the game of dice. In one instance, Yudhishthira is known to have said, "If by me losing, the jealousy in Duryodhana's heart dies down, my loss is worth it." After losing the game and spending thirteen years in the forest, still the aggressor was not willing to yield. Even Bhagwan Krishna tried to negotiate, but Duryodhana was unwilling to budge. For the sake of what was rightfully theirs, and to not allow adharma to continue, the battle had to be fought for dharma's sake. So you see, there are different kinds of dharmika responses to aggression. Appropriateness is the key word when it comes to an effective response. Appropriateness is different from the black and whiteness of right and wrong. Appropriateness is definitely in the corner of what is right, and right is what furthers dharma. Appropriateness recognizes that situations are fluid and dynamic. Hence, the response of dharma requires us to be fluid and dynamic. Our guiding question. has to be what will further dharma in this situation appropriateness also requires us to step aside from the situation and with our eyes of objectivity focus on the facts our thoughts and emotions are also facts that have to be considered as a general comment to prevent the increasing aggressiveness amongst all of us If we were to spend more time in nature, if we were to listen or pursue an art form, if we were to pursue some sort of sports, we would definitely not indulge in unnecessary aggression. Our verbal aggression with each other would reduce to a great extent as we have learned to be at peace with ourselves as we grow in our understanding and application of dharma amongst the three line chant that the buddhists chant i love this particular one which is dhammam sharanam gachami i take refuge in dharma dhammam sharanam gachami they say dhammam for dharma dhammam sharanam gachami i take refuge in dharma you matter your life matters what you do with your life matters thanks for listening if you found this episode helpful i do hope you will consider sharing it to access audios videos articles and courses you can log in to www.discoveratma.com and keep those questions coming my email id is swaminiji@discoveratma.com thanks for listening i hope you're well i hope you're safe as we transition into a new normal thanks for listening and we'll see you next week